Hey, Wing family, welcome back to part two of our monster grand final episode. Uh, this part is part two of our episode. Uh, we're going to have a chat in this to Longford captain Josh Frankham, uh, Rocha Lee coach Josh Ponting, Wynyard coach Bo Sharman, and Devonport coach Kurt Bayard. But first, we'll cover off on the Old Scholars final grand finals that happened on the weekend. You're listening to Wyatt on the Wing with thanks to Van Diemen Brewing, your local beer this footy season. North Hobart that has just happened, though. Yeah. Well, why do you think I'm wearing this, eh? Because oh, you're a little tag along. I haven't, mate, I haven't taken this on. Hutchins I, got the double. have not taken this off for two months. Hutchins got the double. They did. They got a they got a great win, and they've been probably up there with the best on uh, best performers off the field as well. With well, some Mad Monday attire the, and a the few- The president f- was very happy. Just seeing just chest, chest out. out the Ooh, photo. Geez. It was a bit arrogant, he wasn't was he? slick back. It was. It was looking good. Players goons, you on as if you part of the team. I, actually, I, I don't know how um, many of the fathers that played in grand finals on Saturday, how their Father's Day experience was on Sunday. I know one of the boys at Old Scotch that's a father didn't actually even sleep at home. So I don't know <laughs> whether, whether there are many I saw in a, a similar basket. I saw a photo of that. Imagine that. Sometimes the kids, it's just the kids wake up, <laughs> running with mum. the handmade cards and the stuff they've been slogging School. out, sweating out for weeks. <laughs> dad, 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 happy oh, fuck. Mum, um, where's, where's dad? Oh, he slept down at the footy club. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon there was a few of them. Uh, it's a bad time, isn't it? It always happens because it's this, I, it was always like it playing. Uh, you know, you grand final that first week, and then you got Father's Day, and then well, for me, it was my wife's birthday always on the Monday, Mad Monday. So she loved it when I uh, stopped playing footy. Um, it was a, yeah, it's hard to hard to juggle. Our so. man Tommy Balcom kicked a couple. Yeah, George wasn't, wasn't George, named him best though. No, George Burberry took on the best on ground medal. I saw a little Twitter um, comment about whether you know Hutchins of. Too much AFL experience for that competition. I mean, you can't stop it. You can't oh, stop a team do, from recruiting players. How to, do you legislate against that? Yeah, well, you can't, can you? Unless you put in a rule in the bylaws, you can only ever have one ex-AFL player play for well, your club. all amateurs, so they're not getting paid. No, exactly right. So, so it's anyway, like you can put a salary cap on it. Well, you, yeah, you can. Absolutely, you can. Salary cap of zero is still zero, though. No, well, they are putting a salary cap on all the comps in the state, so... But I thought amateurs don't get paid. Well, yeah. Uh, where's that at, salary cap? I wouldn't mind speaking to the, the big fella, Gilly, about that. I reckon he's got bigger fish to fry at the moment with regards. Oh, we'll give him two weeks. <laughs> you got <laughs> two weeks notice, the, Gilly? The, we want it written, before not verbal. We, yeah, before we hit you up with the hard-hitting questions. Are we hitting so. him up this week at uh, Canba in WFL? Ah, he is, he is coming up. Yes, we might have to... Yeah, we might have to. He might create the um, 
decoy move and we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll slide in under. Hey, Gilly, just stand here for a second. <laughs> hey, can you ask them a question? Uh, yeah, and you, I think you mentioned just then, sorry, that Hutchins won the yeah won the double. They beat Dozer in the resies as well. Uh, Nick Cleary, best on ground for Hutchins in that one. So, well done to him. Uh, moving up the road. ODFA, the boys. No, we're done there. <laughs> Gone to town. They're, they're on DSA, deer season. Uh, NTFA Premier. Uh, Roach Lee mm. did it the hard way. By Up, is it an upset? Uh, you'd, you'd have to say it's an well, upset. Well, they they kick they kick more behinds and goals. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm struggling here. That's not going to win you too many games, um, is it? To beat a star-studded and defending Premier Bracknell mm. in the prelim by four points. Bracknell pressed hard late, kicking four goals to one in the last, yep. just to fall short. Yeah, well, you know so what? I don't know what would have happened if there were a couple more minutes left on the clock. Who knows? But uh, that sets us up for a mouth-watering big dance next week where the top fin- team that finished on top, Longford. The Longford who? The Longford Bombers. Uh, <laughs> taking on Rocha Lee. We got the city tigers and the country tigers. It's going to be a ring a ding ding battle in the jungle, uh, rumble in the jungle. And we've been lucky enough to get on the line a couple of superstars from both sides. Well, we've got the Longford captain Josh Frankham joining us. Pickles. How are we going, fellas? Yeah, very well, thank you. How are you going in grand final week? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Taking yeah. it easy and yeah. You're nervous, you're excited, you're uh, paranoid, all of the above. Oh, yeah, a bit of everything. Just excited and, yeah, just been taking it week by week. Oh, um, that's cliche number year. one. Oh, we'll there it is. that one off. There it is. Hey, mate, how long's <laughs> it been since Longford have won a grand final? Uh, senior one. It's been 33 years. 33 years. That's, uh, that's a fair time. How is the vibe around the club the we'll call it a city. Um, how's the vibe, mate? Are the the red and black streamers running around the place? Um, yeah, it's make it's them been yellow and black. Red actually. and black. <laughs> I was waiting for you. To I was waiting that. for you to pick it up, and you didn't. Come on, mate. The yellow and black streamers. How are they going? No, nah, good. Yeah, no, nah, the feeling's good. Um, yeah, the group's up and about. We've got a pretty pretty young group um, and sort of, yeah, um, enjoying our footy and that at the moment more than anything. Um, yeah, and just taking it week by week. It's, yeah, the town's up and about and it's a bit hard sort of going in, keeping the you know, nerves and excitement in, but looking forward to this weekend. Well, what's got you to the last game of the year, mate, across the course of the season? How have you got there? Oh, I think... Just everyone doing their job, um, yeah, sort of 22 blokes each week digging in and, um, yeah, we haven't got so, any superstars, just a lot of people doing their role and, yeah, enjoying so, our footy. So you've been at Longford for a little bit. You're suggesting that that's changed this year as opposed to previous years? Is it not necessarily more buying, but the roles have been more defined? Uh, yeah, I think the roles have been more defined and I, I think, yeah, just a bit more laid back um, approach. Um, and just enjoying our footy, I think. Do you, do you um, re- which has been a big yeah, contributor to this year. Mate, do you reckon uh, finishing on tops, I mean, well, the obvious answer is yes, but do you reckon finishing on tops helped you? Obviously, it was a bit of a surprise. You probably didn't think it would have happened. Yeah, probably a little bit, but at the same time, we didn't really want to think about it or talk about it um, at all and, yeah, sort of come as a surprise uh, after our result that day, so it was nice to have the week off. But yeah, sort of just treating it as another week, really. Yeah, and mate, on grand final, obviously you've you've been there. Um, 
personally. How who who do you think's gonna Oh, that's you. You're out in the car, mate, eh? No, I'm just <laughs> I'm just standing in the garage at the moment. Heard <laughs> someone fanging <laughs> fanging past there. Who who's gonna who's gonna make the difference on Saturday, mate? Who's gonna step up? Who's gonna uh bring their A game and, you know, really perform on the big day? Oh, looking, um, yeah, looking probably in the midfield. Um, you know, it's going to be a big day in there. Rochelle got some um, some really good guys, um, yeah. And, you know, we've got some um, some good young guys. Young Labs has been, he's had a pretty good year um, in there. And um, Davies in the midfield and Murphy Cohen up forward. Uh, they've been really strong for us the last few games. So looking forward to seeing them step out in the weekend. And your form as uh, skipper, mate, you you enjoy that role. You 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 relish taking that on and, and leading the troops into battle. Yeah, yeah, it's been really good, um, especially the last couple of years. And good to get a, to the last dance this year. And um, yeah, been enjoying um, working in with the boys. And yeah, good bit of enjoyment and, and a bit of shit stirring and whatnot um, goes along with the footy, as you guys know. Absolutely, it does, mate. You match up, you match up pretty well against them. They got the win over you in round six early on in the year, but then you uh, turned that around in a big way in round fifteen, and then obviously only took them on a few weeks ago in the first week of finals and got the win again. So you must be um, pretty confident that you can stop some of their, you know, I mean they're a side that's littered with quality, so you must be pretty confident you can stop them and and get the win on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, got a got a lot of confidence in our guys, but. Yeah, it's footy. Anything can happen on the day, but um, yeah, not going in um, overconfident. But um, yeah, looking forward to the day and, and showcase what we can do um, if we can put it together. A lot of people would suggest that the big ground at UTAS will suit the Longford game a bit more than the sort of the contested football that Rochelle like to play. Would would that be a fair assessment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah, we sort of formed that oh, for the last few years now. Um, you know, we've got a few guys that, that enjoy their footy, uh, like to run um, like that. So, um, but also we've got the um, guys that like to get in and um, do the stuff in tight as well. So, yeah, we're looking forward to playing on Aurora. Mate, uh, what about Mad Monday? you given any thought to that? Yeah, give, yeah, sort of got that organised earlier on. Um, not looking into it too much um, as yet, but... Uh, yeah, sort of got in, got it organised. Can you give us a scoop? Of, got a theme? Uh, haven't really got a theme. Just, um, yeah, got a best best uh, dress for the day. But, yeah, like I said, the boys are pretty good at, um, yeah, getting a few good costumes together. But, yeah, sort of just putting that in the back of the mind at the moment. I, well, we want to cast the eye forward just a little bit further. Have you got a suggestion for best on ground for the celebrations or potential celebrations? I'll be looking at Jack Dinellon, I reckon. (laughs) (laughs) He's on the cards. Yeah. Light it up, he will. Uh, Joshy, (laughs) mate, we we wish you all the best for the... um for the big game on Saturday, 4 o'clock at UTAS. Uh, no doubt there's going to be a hell of a lot of uh, yellow and black worm uh, <laughs> coming in from uh, Longford and there will be a, should be a ripper crowd there, at, uh, especially as a twilight match and stuff. Um, you're looking forward to playing at 4 rather than 2, 2.30? Yeah, yeah, it'll be good, obviously, um, for the viewing, but I don't know what I'm going to do with myself for the um, remainder of the day leading up to it. But, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, not sure what weather's going to do to us at the moment, but yeah, no, nah, it'd be good to play at four o'clock and have a few 
people there to watch. Yeah, well, mate. I reckon there'll be a few, mate. Should be an absolute belter. It's the only only footy that'll be going on in the north of the state or in Launceston anyway. So hopefully, mate, the place is packed. It's rocking, and um, the kids are allowed onto the the ground to have a kick. And uh, we'll yeah. be there, and we wish you all the best, mate. Absolutely. No, thanks very much, fellas. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get it done. Good yeah. on you, Gherkin. How'd you get the nickname Gherkin? Uh, I think you bikes come up with that. <laughs> it's called Pickles. Ah, <laughs> uh, mate, enjoy the week. Uh, it's just another game of footy. Nah, looking forward to it. Cheers, guys. Wilderson and I will be back in a moment. But in the meantime, if you like what we're doing, it would be great if you could help us out by jumping on your podcast app and give us a rating. <clears throat> Five stars. And some positive comments to go with it. Reviews help people find us, which in turn allows us to spread the word of local Tassie footy. Well, we spoke to Gherkin there, as, Gherkin. or as you want to refer to him as Pickles, which is actually his old man. <laughs> Let's have a chat to uh, Rochelle coach Josh Ponting. Hey, gents, how are we? You actually sound a little upbeat. Yeah, mate, it's grand final week, as if yes. I'm not upbeat. Well, you getting a fr- fresh salad on Thursday or Friday? Nah, no, no fresh salad here, I don't reckon. I know a few of the boys have booked in, though, oh, so they're pretty excited. Name, name the top three as to who are the, the pretty boys that are going to go get the fresh salad, the fresh cut. Um, Andrew Coxgood, you'll be one of them. He loves the fresh cut. Um, Kazo won't be far behind him, Jordan Cousins. And then uh, I think Bailey Wells is due for a fresh cut as well. Uh, you're not going to not, not going to trim up your beard or anything, eh? Ah, uh, I don't know. It's, yeah, no, nothing confirmed yet. You're not utilising that as a Mad Monday uh, costume, are you? Actually, no. I've got to cut it off from your Mad Monday Ooh. costume, so it's going to get cut off at some stage. Because you... I have seen you utilise it as a Conor McGregor one, one year. Yeah. Have, you, have um, you seen him lately? Have you seen Conor McGregor lately? No. He's going full um, Tom Hanks from Castaway. Big beard and yeah. Well, maybe you could. Maybe you don't have to do anything. You'll be right. I'll be right. Yeah, just keep keep it growing. And I'll be fine. Hitting the all all the big questions. Can you tell us what you're going as, or is that a secret, Josh? Uh, no, I'm going as uh, Ron Burgundy from Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, excellent. I've got, I've got me. I've got me crew with me, and we've got a. Excellent. Got a crew. Who's your crew? Brian. Who's your uh, crew? Joel Donaldson's going as. Um, Brick, and then we've got Brick, uh, Andrew Co- Andrew Coskwood is going as champ, and then Dakota Bannister is going as Brian. <laughs> Who's that? Sorry, Dakota Bannister. Oh, going God, Brian. So we've got to be one hell of a crew, that's for sure. Uh, that's awesome. Now, is no Veronica's coming along? <coughs> no, <laughs> no, not yet. Uh, all right then, we'll get this going. Oh, what? I thought that was that's <laughs> oh, the no, interview. We'll, we'll, throw, we'll throw this in as yeah, well. Excellent. Uh, Pano, how are you feeling, mate, in the lead-up to the big GF? Yeah, pretty excited, uh, same as all the boys. And, you know, we scraped over the line on the weekend and the feeling's been pretty upbeat ever since. So, yeah, we're excited and raring to go. You'd have to be pretty confident, mate, knocking off the uh, reigning premiers. Uh, I know it was only four points but and, and you you know did your best to kick yourselves out of it with eight goals, 15, but you got over the line. Um, so I'm presuming confidence is pretty high. Yeah, 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 we're definitely confident. We know our best football is good enough. It's just about turning up on the day and making sure we play our best footy. And obviously there's no day better to do that than grand final day. So that's what we're hoping to do. Uh, rolling out into the big deck that is Utahs, who's that going to suit better, yourselves or Longford? Oh, well, I won't really say either or. Like, I mean, we've got a few blokes in both sides that have actually played there and had experience on the ground. So, 
you know, I'm hoping we've probably got a little bit more experience on our side and hopefully that comes to the forefront on Saturday afternoon and we can take advantage of that. But, you know, Longford do have the bigger ground. They play on the bigger ground throughout the year, but I'm not going to say it's really going to suit any side. I reckon it's going to be a pretty contested game and it's just going to yeah come down to that contest. And you, you got over the line against Longford early on in the season, round six, but then they... Uh, they gave you a bit of a hiding in round 15. It was a closer game in the uh, second week of finals. How are you going to continue that momentum and where do you think it's going to be won on uh, on Saturday? Um, yeah, obviously, last couple haven't gone our way, but, yeah, that won't stop us. We know we're going to go in with the uh, underdog tag and we're quite happy to wear that. But I think, as I said, I'd be one in and around the contest and it just be about um, a lot of one-on-ones. You know, it's a big ground, and the way our footy's played, there'll be a lot of opportunities for one-on-ones. So if we can win our one-on-ones, we're really confident going in on the day. How how are you feeling as coach? Do you feel pressure or excitement, or is it? No, um... yeah, I'm, I'm pretty upbeat. Um, you know, I'm pretty excited for the boys. Boys done a lot of hard work to get themselves in this situation, and I was sort of lucky enough to. Um, take the reins this year when a lot of the hard work probably already went in before I got there. You know, we've had a fair bit of talent. and We've been in a semi last year and prior to COVID, the boys were in a prelim. So they've always been around the mark and we were lucky enough to get over the line this year and make it into a grand final. So, And uh, Josh, the four, the four o'clock uh, kickoff, mate, has that... Does that throw any uh, any prep work? The boys, you know, sleeping in an extra couple of hours. Um, what's has that changed the game plan at all? Oh, uh, not for us really. Um, I'll tell the boys to stick to normal and do what they do, and just yeah, have my main message throughout the week is just to enjoy the week. You know, you only got two sessions left on the track, and enjoy the day and just be in the moment, sort of thing. Is that something that you're consciously imparting onto that onto the playing group about? Because you've you've gone through um, quite a bit of success at North and experienced grand finals and stuff, um, telling the younger group to just enjoy it. Don't yeah, don't yeah. don't live the game days out and stuff. Absolutely, yeah. I've been sort of driving that into boys ever since we um, got over the line on Saturday, just to enjoy the week and don't actually look ahead. Just enjoy the moment you're in. Joy training, like it goes so quick. Grand final week, I keep telling the boys it's one of the best times of the year to be playing footy. Like you could be sitting at home on the couch, but you know you get the opportunity to play in a grand final. So make sure you actually stay in the moment and enjoy the time while you're in it. Do you get more nervous as a coach or as a player, um, or neither? No, I'm usually pretty good. You know, I um, player wise, I, I'd probably say if I was going to say I'd get more nervous probably being a coach. Um, Player-wise, I'm pretty good. I roll out there and do my thing. But <laughs> as a coach, I'm sort of worrying about, you know, 21 other blokes and making sure as a we're play- doing the right things. As a playing coach, does that change then? Do you do you flick into worrying about your role or how much are you thinking about the, the team dynamic when you're out there? Yeah, I've done my best to try and make sure that we do all our work, you know, through the week at training. Um, as I said, the boys have had a few years in the system before I've actually got a hold of the team and they roughly know what we're after anyway. So it's been pretty seamless for me to go out there and just worry about playing my role and I back the boys to play their role and we go from there. Uh, Josh, your, your team is littered with phenomenal uh, players across the board. You know, I, I I reckon if everyone anyone was out there, you know, uh, was looking at top end, I reckon you've you know you've you've got the 
the pick of the crop, you know, Holton, um, yourself, Dakota Bannister, uh, Geordie Cousins. Um, you know, who who do you reckon is going to really light it up at, at UTAS on, on Saturday? Uh, my money and my watch would be on Dakota Bannister. I reckon he started to hit his straps this he's time dri- of year. He's due, is he? Yeah, he's due. He's uh, just yeah, hitting his straps at the right time. Um, probably Jackie Rushton as well. He's had a bit of an interrupted year, and I know he's raring to go. Brownie's always a big game player. Zane is a very big game player. Um, he doesn't mind letting us know about that. So <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's all right. Um, one, you, you, we mentioned about you being a playing coach. You had some help on the bench uh, over last weekend or the weekend before as well with uh, your good mate Brad Cox. Could you helping out? Yeah, I spoke to Brad through the week and obviously, unfortunately, their season ended up. Well, it's, um, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's a, it's a positive for you in North not being involved with finals. Yeah, absolutely. I just got him out to have a bit of a bird's eye view and, you know, help me out and pass some of that knowledge on. As people know, being a playing coach, it's pretty hard to, you know, pick things out when you're just trying to play the game and, you know, make sure you're fulfilling your role in that team. So it was good to have an extra set of eyes and he really helped me out on the weekend. So hopefully he can same this weekend, and yeah, we'll be laughing, hopefully. <laughs> and, and Josh, you got the big fella, uh, big Josh down at uh, – Josh Holton down at full forward, kicked a bag this year. But likewise, Longford have got Luke Murphy Cohen. How are you going to stop him on the weekend? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll have a match-up for him and, you know, how back six will work together and try and um, halt a, a couple of their boys up forward. They've got, you know, not just – Murph at Cohen, they've got a couple of boys down there that can be pretty dangerous on their day. So, you know, our back six will work together and as they have all year, back each other in and we'll just go from there. Yeah, Chug, Gillo, a few of those boys have kicked a few goals this year, so it's going to be... Um, yeah, they sure have. Yeah. They've got some firepower up forward and yeah. Yeah, I know our backs are looking forward to that contest. Yeah. Uh, Punner, mate, we thank you for joining us on Way Out in the Wing, mate. We wish you all the best. No doubt you're going to have a few... Uh, Anchorman comments out in the ground on Saturday and roll into Sunday and Monday as well, I reckon. Yeah, I'll uh, probably rewatch the movies through the week just to get a few down pat and we'll be laughing, I reckon. And uh, what, what are the, the resis doing, mate? They're going to have a low-key grand final? Ah, uh, I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. if, you know, if, you, if you know anything about our, our club, there'll be nothing low key about everything. Uh, well, uh, a little bit of a lighter question, but uh, we, no. uh, yes, we had a bit of a chat to security uh, on Saturday while they were there, and they're looking forward to welcoming them into the stands. They would, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine they'll be hovering around. They, they would, yeah, they wouldn't wouldn't let our. Um, there's six of our uh, 11-year-old kids on the ground, but uh, so yeah, good, good luck the resis for the road you're going to do. Especially <laughs> if they get the win, but anyway. Mate, uh, uh, yeah. we wish you all the best. It's going to be a fantastic contest, 4 o'clock at UTAS uh, on the premier ground in the state. Uh, you'll be looking forward to getting back there, and uh, we wish Rochelle all the best, mate. I appreciate it. Thanks, boys. Love your work. Thank you. Still to come, we've got NWFL coaches Bo Sharman from the Wynyard Footy Club and Devonport's own Kurt Bayer discussing the big dance. Oh, yeah! Oh, great decision, that one. Now, listen, at Way Out in the Wing, we want to build a community, a community of local footy devotees. But we can't do that alone. At the moment, you, the listener... Uh, simply an audience. But the cool thing about what we want to do at Way Out in the Wing is to be that thriving community, a footy voice piece that brings all of you like-minded and hugely passionate individuals together. 
And that's pretty powerful in a largely regional volunteer space that is local Tassie footy. So we want to bring you together. Let us know what's happening at your club, in your league or region, so that we can let Australia know about it. Send us a picture of your teammates' rude training attire, the shot of goal that they mucked up on the weekend. Let us know what your canteen excels at. Hashtag canteen watch or what events, fundraisers or reunions you've got on. Hit us up on the socials, at WayOutWing on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, or flick us an email, wayoutinthewing at gmail.com, so we can let everyone know just what's happening at grassroots level. Well, there we go. Uh, four o'clock. Some marvellous insight. That's going to be a great game. Four o'clock Saturday afternoon at UTAS. Under the lights. Jeez, I hope it's. Imagine if it's Cannot, a crystal clear oh, evening. The, the sunset. The, the pink. Uh, the pink sky that we've on. had. Um, the Rochelle boys in one end. The Longford <laughs> Town in the other. <laughs> it's going to be huge. It's. In fact, you arguably as good as the football will be. You want to go and watch the fans. Just in case. So oh. I'm going to sit on the uh, eastern terrace, up high, hidden, um, just just watching. It's going to be an absolute – it should be a cracker of a game. This is, this is, to me, the highlight of the local footy calendar this game, this year. Yep, it's up there. Rochalee, Longford. Uh, like, Rochalee are just star-studded. It's – it's just going to be awesome. We've been riding Rocha for the last couple of years, haven't we? Oh, I, was, I thought you were about to say weeks. I'm about years no, we've no, been riding no, them. So they are due, yeah. but arguably so. But are so are Longford. How many years is it? How many years did Gherkin say it? Thirty-six. Yeah. Thirty-three. Yeah, thirty-three years. That's a long. Uh, that's a long premiership drought. The town will go nuts. Uh, let's not forget the Premier Division women's uh, prior, a scintillating matchup between Launceston and OL starting at 11.20am, and then the Rezies pit South Lonnie versus Longford at 1.25pm. Um, um, yeah, anyway, get, uh, get, get, to, get to Utah Stadium. However, the finals that were on there, the Div 1 finals. Yeah, Div 1 um, finals. We saw the women. We saw South Launceston, coached yep. by Kate Childs, yep. coach yep. of the year in the team of the year. Yeah. Now, do they? Uh, is it set up so they get automatic promotion? Uh, should do. Yeah. If it's not, it should do. Yeah. So they'll take Hillwood's place, and Hillwood will drop down to Division One promotion next relegation. Year. It's yep. the way it probably should be across most leagues, really. Yeah. And uh, uh, OLs got the win in the Resies. The, oh, actually, um, Frankie Archer. No, there was a young bloke that kicked the goal from the boundary. Did you see that? At the end. At the end. Yeah, loved the, it. OLs did a brilliant thing. Uh, one of the guys did put the Dom Sheed commentary over the top of oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. It was actually very What's that good. on? Uh, Instagram, I think. Excellent. It was, uh, it was actually very good. I love it. And in the senior St. Pat's beat Old Scotch. But we'll move on. <laughs> Northwest Coast. Um, no, well done to St. Pat's. They... Yeah, they kick straight. Uh, up, good they? news out of St. Pat's this week. Um, uh, volunteer of the year. We did it last year, last week, mate. No, but he wasn't announced a winner. Oh, wasn't it, Bruiser? Oh, actually, it he was, was nominated. That's right, but he won it. It was announced on the Thursday. Yes. Spot on. So yeah, that was a great. That's awesome. So he uh, he does a power work up there at the St. Pat's Footy Club, and um, yeah, actually 
went to a really, really deserving fella. So um, I sent him a text message on Friday saying, well done. And uh, yeah, great achievement. 70 grand car. He gets a, he's taking one of our old opponents, Timmy Fall, over. Timmy's done a heap of stuff for him. And um, so good on him for taking Tim. Again, I hope he's that's not great. scared of boats or gets seasick. Yeah, so no, on, down the Yarra, I don't think you're going to get too seasick, but get to watch you know, the granny. There's a bit of so. and Jetsam floating around down the Yarra, a few bodies. <laughs> he's hobbling around in a moon boot at the moment, so hopefully he can get off that in case he, in case he has to swim, but I'm sure he won't. So, yeah, no, well done, Bruiser. Congratulations. A, uh, yeah, a great achievement. So, um, well deserved. Moving up the coast a little bit, NWFL. Yep. Uh, Winyard got it done easily, easily over Bernie. 107 Very. to 26 of Brilliant defensive effort yeah. uh, from Winyard, yeah. which sets up a mouth-watering, <laughs> mouth-watering uh, grand final at La Trobe on Saturday, 2.30 start. We're going to go there, aren't we? Absolutely. We, we're gonna we went last year for the best, best uh, can bar in Gilly. the country. Yep, and we're going to make Gilly up there, our decoy, and he'll be helping us uh, out. But let's throw to – who do we want to go through first? Uh, let's, get, uh, let's get to Bo. Let's have a chat with win your, uh, win your coach yep. Bo Sharman. Yeah, this has um, been great. Um, yeah, I was rejuvenated through, I guess, uh, having some new new blood into the club or some younger guys coming up into into the senior ranks. And um, losing a couple of older guys last year was obviously it's obviously a bit a bit scary because you know what you're going to get from a few of them older blokes. But um, yeah, we've got some youth coming through that have uh, stepped up to the plate and. Um, yeah, a couple of couple of the older guys or the guys who've played that thirty to forty games have taken their game to the next level, and and that's yeah been fantastic for me to sink my teeth into. Um, they turn up, they work their backside off, so um, I'm pretty lucky in the fact I've got a good group at the um, moment. So you you did a number on Bernie on the weekend uh, to play your way into the decider, keeping them to two goals fourteen. Was it? A defensively perfect game, or offensively you d- did a job of kicking fifteen yourself. So, which one was it? Yeah, I think it, I think it was just how the game was set up. They they I guess went with a plan that they had last week, which is fair enough that because uh, they'd obviously got them to win the week before. But they played two behind the footy, and I guess the the, the game was played at one end. Um, we were lucky enough to win clearance, and then um, set up from there. So. Um, yeah, the ball seemed to be played in, in one half of the ground. They they got some shots on goal, no doubt, but we we thought they were tough shots and made them made them work for their shots. And I think Andy said that after the game as well. So, no, it was a it was a good performance. It was a good hit back from our boys and and probably cemented um, cemented where we thought we're at, which is um, we're a good footy side who deserved to have a crack at have a crack at knocking off Devonport this week. Uh, and Bo, you got the win uh, against Devonport early in the year. Um... Obviously, I'm the, glad you've read up on that worm. I listened a few weeks ago. You said they were undefeated. Abs- so. ab- absolutely, don't worry. I've been off. I've been off tonight, so I'm going to make sure I don't stuff anything up with you, mate. But um, <laughs> you, yeah. So you got the win. It was it was quite a big win as well, thirty points, and obviously uh, just eight points in the second week of finals, which I I won't I won't delve into. But I heard it was a little bit fiery after the game. I'm not gonna not gonna go there unless you want did to say work. a few words. Did you unless mind? you want to elaborate? I, I don't know. Um. Um, no, not really. I obviously was frustrated that we lost the game of footy. Um, no, I wasn't overly overly happy with what I seen near the end of the game, where I felt I felt the game was probably nearly done. And um, yeah, it was a bit of showboating. So you're not one to mince. We... You're not one to mince your words most of the time either. No, no, no that's right. So um, 
No, I just let him know we'll be back in two weeks and let's see if that energy's still there. Uh, uh, I, I did hear that. So, mate, it is going to be a fiery game. How do you get back to that, you know, that, uh, that winning uh, result against them? Where do you think it's going to be won on the weekend? Yeah, we... Oh, well, I feel we did a lot right last time we played against them. Um, it was just a, a, the little swings in momentum that, that sort of cost us. I think they kicked a goal on, right on the three-quarter time siren that, that made our 20-point buffer 14, and um, they come fresh off a couple of misses from 35 out straight in front. So um, we had our chances. We, um, we didn't take them, and, and then... To Denport's credit, and they're a good side. They they took their um they took their chances when they yeah when they had them and and made us pay and we couldn't get them back. So we did a lot right. So I think it's important that they know we we did a lot right in that game, and we just need to fix fix a few things along the way, and um and, and we'll be right in the contest. I think it'll just be about who handles the moment better, and I'm hoping that's us. Mate, you've got a star skipper in your side in Callum Kabicki, uh, fresh off the back of the Bulldog yep. medal win. What does he mean to the Winyard side? Yeah, he's um, he was probably not a probably not a um, like he didn't overly relish taking on the captaincy role at the start. I think I think he found it probably a bit daunting at the start of last year and coming off the back of you know Zach Smith, who's you know probably the best player the footy clubs had. Um, he yeah he sort of took his time to to fall into that role and, and really relish it, I guess. But he, um, yeah, no, this year he's, he's been fantastic. As I said, he's had a young group below him, so they've got to look to someone. And, and um, yeah, he's taken on that, that burden along with Sharon, who's who's young himself. But they've, they've lived the footy club terrifically and it's more just around their action, how they turn up. They train their backside off. They're consistent in what they do. And um, it, it sort of gives them consistent performance on game day. So, um yeah, I'm really proud of him. Yesterday was a great day for us. And, um, yeah, we had a good day as a footy club. But, um, as he said, we'll park it now and hopefully celebrate it with a with another medal um, in a week. And, and Bo, you you talk about some of the greats of the Wynyard Footy Club. Uh, I'm presuming, not your brother, but cousin, Greg, <laughs> no. talking about one of the greats of the footy club, not Tassie footy in general. Is, is the big Charmo, has he been wandering around grand final week offering some advice? Is he still involved in any way? No, he's a great man. Is he your cousin? Is that right? That. No, he's, he will say he, he always says he's my cousin, but we have <laughs> sent a family tree to him and he's not on it. So um, just trying to stay relevant, the big fella, I think. But he um, He's always relevant, he, big Sharma. Yeah, true, that he's is true. He's a weapon. No, he's, um, he actually come down probably uh, 10, to 10 weeks left or about eight weeks left, I think he... He started off by playing and helping out the reserves, and when his hammy went for the second time, he decided to help me out with a bit of coaching with the forward line. So, um, yeah, he did some terrific work with our boys, um, uh, yeah, right up till finals, and he's actually just just set it off to um, Europe with the family. So he's um, he'll be live-streaming the game, and, yeah, he's still heavily involved. I hope he'll be involved even more next year. So, yeah, um, yeah he's a ripper, Greg. Yeah, Greg, he so. is, he is. Um, Bowie, you mentioned just earlier uh, the live wire that is Sharon Egger. He came fourth in yesterday's Bulldog medal. Talk us through Shares as a player, mate. Ah, uh, yeah, you probably know Shares as a player just as well as I do. But he, um, he's transitioned. He's yeah, he's a fiery little pocket rocket. That's for sure. He um, brings all the energy to the group that's that's needed in one person. He he um, he's taken on, as I said, more responsibility and leadership, and he and he drives standards by. Um, by how he trains, but then how he holds expectations on the group. And um, I'm really proud of how he's transitioned into being a, being a midfielder. And uh, I think he's been around some quality midfielders um, 
at, at North especially. Um, so he's um, he's taken on a few of their traits and, and how they went about it and applied it in his own way, which is all around pressure and, and how he attacks the opposition is, is what his go is. And, um, yeah, he's had a great year and you, you think he's, you know, 25, 26 the way he goes about it, but he's only 22. So yeah. he's got plenty left in him. Mate, you, you mentioned that with obviously Cal as your captain and, and Shares as a VC. You, one of those things that when you get given the responsibility of leadership, you can be um, burdened by it. But by the sounds of things, you're suggesting that both these players have um, just gone on in leaps and bounds, both from a leadership point of view, but also their, their on-field performance? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm hard on them. So, um, yeah, they, they quickly understand what the expectation is, whether that's around, you know, on-field with their defensive stuff. Um, there's just certain expectations that they've got to hold to, to allow them to be the, the guns that they are. And if they hold those standards, you know, for, particularly from a defensive point of view, then they then it's easy for me to sell to the rest of the group if you just play your role, um, you know, that we're going to be okay and you'll be keeping your spot and and that sort of thing. So um, they lead from the front and the stuff we value, which is fantastic, as I said, for the age they are. Um, So, yeah, no, they've been great this year. Cow's 26 and um, Bar, me and Murph and and Alan O'Sign. The the dead wood. We've got, yeah, yeah, they're... um, they're, uh, uh, Sorry, Cow's the oldest, so 26 years of age. The rest are under him. So, um, yeah, Shez is probably about sixth or seventh oldest. So we've got a young group, that's for sure, and they've, they've led them pretty well. So, uh, Bo, I'm just going to change topic just quickly. Um, Go for it. Obviously, with the introduction of the women's team to to Wynyard, I just want to know. Obviously, they you know they had a, a great season, uh, came from third to to make the grand final, um, runners up last year, but obviously won it the year before that. You know, some quality players have run through that team. Obviously, none other than Emma Humphreys. How's the yep. um, introduction of the women's team uh, gone at the Wynyard Footy Club? And you know. What changes have had to be made, and is it has it been a, a bit of a difference in in culture there now? Um, yeah, I guess I come from um, when I came from Devonport, the women's the women's footy was pretty strong there, and um, uh, they integrated really well where I come from. And then uh, going to Wynyard, I, I think it was um, a little bit different. The men's men's program was probably more at the forefront at that stage, and and that's just probably the way it was, but. Um, with Emma coming back to the footy club, I think she came back to the footy club coincided uh, the year after um, after COVID, COVID and um, they uh, ended up winning a flag. Um, I think it was that year, 2020, yeah. if yep. I maybe, yeah, 2020. Yep. So, um, yeah, the, the women's program really, really took off from there. And, and not only have they got a, a great women's program at Winyard, they've got the juniors just won their um, flag as under-17s. Um, and there's some really quality girls coming through there who ended up um, playing a few finals games at the end of the year for Winyard. And that's probably what gave them the boost, to be honest. So there's some yeah great talent coming through the footy club um, from the surrounding areas in the women's. And... Um, yeah, they've got some. They've got some terrific leaders as well. I think um, Abby Cox Hoiberg won the medal in the um, in the uh, series they had between the north and uh, south and the northwest. So yeah, yep. um, she's a quality leader as well. And Olivia Smith, they've got some talent there, that's for sure. And um, I know we're talking about the grand final, but it'd be remiss of us not to ask. Well, for me anyway. Obviously, with the AFL team and everything that's coming in, mate. Where, how do you think that sits? You know, you're a God. We well, have gone off. Yeah, topic. we have. But you know, you're a 
you've been trying to get on the podcast for two years now, Pester and Wilder. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you the big, the big hitting question, mate. How do you think it would? F- how's the general feeling up there in the northwest coast if that team was based in in Hobart? Do you reckon? Do you reckon it it'll still work? Uh, yeah, I think it still could work if it was in Hobart. Um, yeah, I'm, a lot of people like when we talk about the state league and stuff with travel and stuff. Uh, especially from the northwest coast point of view and not having sides. Um, I just don't buy that. I'm, I'm friends with a few of the Bernie guys who played a lot of footy there and obviously was at Devonport through that whole period of playing state league. So the travel stuff I, I don't really buy in, in terms of the state league. Um, when as, we talk in, about that. as in you don't buy that it's too far to, to play? Yeah, in, yeah. in the playing sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I guess like um, anywhere in Melbourne where you've got to get around, they obviously do some travelling and like, you know, if you listen to the radio or anything like that, that 50 minutes isn't much of a travel for them. So, yeah, if if, if we happen to get a state, uh, sorry, an AFL team in the state, um, I don't think it'd be too much of an issue. I, I think people will jump on board, pretty similar to how the basketball's gone, to be honest, with the jack yep. jumpers. Um, yep. People generally jump on board pretty quickly if, um, yeah, if it's if it's promoted right and um, yeah, we'd well get behind it, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Especially as Tasmanians, I think that's we'd stick together. Yeah, no, it's music to our ears, Shags. Uh, while we're on the serious questions, then, um, yeah. what have you got in the kit bag for Mad Monday? Yeah, I'm pretty confident that wasn't going to be a serious question. Um, <laughs> uh, they uh, be funny with Mad Monday. Um, yeah, we might need to get you up here to to show them how to. Show them how to do it, man. One day, but they haven't really haven't really done one um, uh, previously and, until this weekend. And I sort of put it on one of the boys to say, "Hey, do you want to do you want to organise organise a bit of a Monday theme and and what we want to do?" So, um, have you settled on something? Yeah, I've settled on something. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it pretty tame. Okay. Um, have you settled on a theme? What's the theme? Um, yeah, no, it's a it's a anything goes sort of theme, right. I guess. Um, yep. Superheroes, people flagged and. It seems like a lot of people are going that way gonna, from what I've heard. You're not going to roll out that Bogues rugby jumper, eh? No, I won't roll that. I've still got it, though. So, um, <laughs> I think mine's still floating around somewhere. Yeah, it comes on every now and then. Um, that was a good day, that. That, so, was, that was. Hopefully Sharon can keep his shirt on this man. Monday. That'd be nice. <laughs> as long as he's got a headband on with those flowing locks coming out the back. Yeah, it's doing plenty at the moment, that, <laughs> that mullet of his. So Mate, hopefully um, it makes him stand out. Just... Very quickly before we let you go, uh, how do you see the game playing out then? Yeah, yeah, I think it, I think it'd be a great game. I don't I don't hide away from that. It's um, I, I get the narrative that they're sixteen or seventeen and one and, and whatever they are, but reality is our games have been all really close. I think at twenty four points, twelve points, thirty, but I think it was level at three quarter time, and then obviously the last one. So two sides pretty evenly matched. Um, yeah, there's some there's some quality players all over the park. So I guess it's whoever can hold their nerve for the for the longest um, and stick to what they stick to what they do best. Um, yeah, we, as I said, we, we think we've got a few things that we could fix that will hold us in pretty good stead. But yeah, some of those things can also go out the window when the balls bounce. So um, it's just about us. For, for me, anyway, I, I really want our guys to really enjoy it and um, yeah, a lot of them haven't experienced. Uh, this week before, and we've got a few guys who have who will help. So just enjoy it, and um, yeah, we'll embrace it and turn up. And when we get there, we'll crack in and see where it leads us, and, I guess. And no, no fears of the Oval, mate. Latrobe, you enjoy playing there? Yeah, I, I don't mind it too bad there. Um, it's a nice ground. We've played at Devonport, obviously the last couple of games uh, where the last two finals have been held, and they're pretty similar, similar in shape. Um, Winyard 
Wynyard probably hasn't suited our game. I think we lost three of our three of our four games or, or three of our five games there, sort of thing. So the bigger grounds sort of suit us. So um, yeah, it'll hold no fears for us. Mate, uh, Bowie, thank you very much for joining us on Way Out in the Wing, mate. Uh, we said we'd get you on at some point, and I'm glad it's a grand final that we've got you on. We hope for your sake that it's a premiership, uh, and that follows that. into uh, celebrations and stuff at the club, and no doubt into early next week and things. Uh, we are very much looking forward to coming up and watching. Um, so we'll be there in the stands as uh, neutral supporters with a little bit of winyard on the arm, maybe a little bit. Oh, I don't know. We we, we have spoken to Kurt. He seems like an all right bloke as well. So it might be we might be torn. We might have to uh, I choose. Might, I might be on. I'm on uh, your yeah, side. There chance. you go. Choose one each. Can all we right. can we sneak in the rooms, mate, and have a listen pre game, or is it uh, locked locked out? No, I'm pretty good with that sort of stuff, mate. You'll be able to come in. Although, um, Darren, one of my mates, Darren Crawford, did come up the other week, and we happened to accidentally lock him out, which he was filthy with. So, uh, um, we not, did some. Not the, not the worst person to lock out of a change room. Oh. No, probably not. Probably not. You might we, be right. We did no, some. We, we can... did some commentary with Crawford uh, last weekend at the NTJFA uh, finals game. So. Um, Count the eyes he put in, or he, he didn't have too many. Of them. <laughs> no, do you know what he was doing? Though he was providing, uh, he was providing defensive advice. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, nah, yeah, we'll be able to get you in there for sure. Uh, mate, we wish you all the best for the weekend. We'll see you up there and hope for a perfect day weather-wise and a, and a perfect day game-wise for you, blokes. I appreciate it. Thanks, boys. You're listening to Wyatt on the Wing. With thanks to Van Damon Brewing, your local beer this footy season. Let's rip. Well, there you go. There's, it sounds like there might be just a little bit of spice involved between oh, the two teams. there's definitely some spice involved. Well, I mean, Bo's a, he's a Devonport Football Club Life member. So this is, you know, this is massive. Uh, not just for him, but obviously the clubs. There's a little bit of... A little bit of banter going on between them, but let's hear. Why don't we hear from Win- uh, from Devonport coach looking for back-to-back premierships, Kurt Bayard. You guys are there in the big dance again. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, mate. It's good uh, fourth one in a row. So um, yeah, hopefully we uh, can even up the ledger and mate, make get it two back for to two. A, eh? Back to a two. Get back to a two and two rather than a one and three. Is how does how do things feel around the club? Is there any difference? Is it the same as previous years? Have we got a bit more experience and understanding on what to do or what not to do? Oh, this year we had all three three sides for our Colts and reserves go straight in um, with, from the from the second semi. So um, well, I think last year we had a bit of a I think the reserves had to go the longer way um, from memory. So um, to have all sides in. Um, from the get-go means meant we could all train together last week. We had a bit of a lighter session last week and utilised the week off. Um, so yeah, the the vibe the vibe's very similar. Um, we've got a lot of experience with, with we've been lucky to play in uh, in a few over the last few years, um, and we've got a, a range of depth at the club. So there's a few guys playing at reserve level that have played um, senior finals as well. So um, yeah, I think we're in a good spot. Uh, you mentioned that experience and mature heads. You've got guys like Braden Van Buren, Brad Simmons, Nick Milburn there. How much do they lead the charges at this time of year, sort of with their experience and understanding of what's required? Oh, I definitely see a, a step up from all our leaders. Um, they, they know what finals, time, finals is about and um, it's about having the fundamental, or being being good with your fundamentals and, and being calm under under pressure because that, that pressure goes up a, another gear and... 
um, it's making sure that you, you move on quickly and communicate, and no go, those guys are key for, for that come game day. And, uh, Kurt, you've only had one loss this year to Wynyard. Uh, you've beaten Bernie twice already this season. You had a big win over them in round seven by about 60 points and then a closer one in round 14, just 12 points. Um, I'm presuming you're expecting grand final and the pressure to be up there. And this one, you know, you, you, you're planning for a close one. How's it looking for you guys? How's the week been? Um, you know, how do you think the game should hopefully for you play out? Oh, two weeks ago, we had, we had it was a pretty tight contest. Um, I thought we were probably a little bit um, bit wasteful early. Um, and then so when you had it on their terms, we're probably the, the middle quarters um, before we come come home with a wet sail. So, um, I mean, we're going to back our, our strength and that's our run game and, and, our, and our kicking game. And, um, yeah, we, I think the team that starts the best on the weekend um, is going to go a long way to helping helping where the end result lies. Um but I mean, for us, um, wherever wherever the game position falls, we know we can we can score really quickly uh, in a short period of time, and we've proven that time and time again, and we proved it two weeks ago as well. Mate, you've got I think from my numbers, you've got about eleven or twelve playing from last year's uh, thrilling grand final. Um, so that's no doubt going to help you out from the playing group. From a coaching perspective, you're after something a little less thrilling <laughs> or hard starting. Um, yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, last year definitely was uh, a little bit nervy late and um, considering we were probably, uh, that was on the, the detriment to how we sort of set up a few few stoppages and sort of gave them a f- bit of free run. So we just need to make sure we've got concentration for that 400 minutes and, and not playing uh, any more than sort of contest by contest as sort of the cliche goes. Um, in regards to a close game, I, I sort of hope it is. Um, we, we need to play their best footy and at the same time we want to play our best footy and um, yeah, if we can hold the cup up at the end of the day, knowing we've played our best, they've played our best, and um, you can say yeah, we're the best team for the for the year. Well, mate, as neutral uh, observers at last year's grand final, it was one of the better grand finals I reckon I've ever sat and watched. No, I'm, I'm, it was uh, it's good viewing. It's uh, good watching it back from time to time as well. <laughs> being on the right, being on the right side of things, mate. I, I uh, you've you've just made me realise I've I've had an off night tonight. Um, on the on the phone, Kurt. I mentioned that you've beaten Bernie this uh, twice this year. Who cares about Bernie? They're We're out. Playing You're playing Winyard. You're playing Winyard. I've, I've <laughs> been off tonight, mate. So don't worry about that. You did well not to give it to me. Hey, um, you, you mentioned the hard stopper last year, and it was it was a ripping grand final. And obviously, someone that played really well was your brother Quade. Um, just absolutely dominated as your captain. He won the best on ground medal. Uh, in last year's grand final. How's he been tracking uh, for the final series? And then, you know, who should the punters look on for a big best-on-ground performance, do you think? Oh, mate, he's, his leadership skills, I mean, not just because he's my brother, but his leadership skills are, are fantastic. Uh, he's a leader that leads by action, as you've seen last year on grand final day. So um, yeah, he's, his body's in, in, good, in good nick, and um, for this time of year, that's always a big, big positive. So um, I'd expect whether it's him or Kayla Van Buren, who was runner-up in the Bulldog medal uh, yesterday, um, or some of those other leaders that you mentioned earlier, um, to have some big, big, big say in sort of how how the results go on Saturday. You mentioned the Bulldog medal. You've coming up against uh, two fine players in Callum Kabicki and Sharon Egger that had a had a good run at the um, at the Bulldog with Callum picking it up. How do you counter those two players on a on a big uh, stage? Yeah, Callum, Callum's had a well, Cow's had a great year. Um, so I mean, congratulations to him for for, for getting uh, the, the Bulldog medal the other day. And um, 
yeah, we've just got to make sure we we quell his influence on the by keeping keeping him inside the stoppage. Um, he's a pretty classy player once he gets out and finds some free space. So, um, and and Chez is the same. He, he finds some good footy inside and uh, manages to take take territory pretty quickly. So, um, we I think we we did a, we limited him enough a couple of weeks ago. Um, they didn't have too much for say. Um, when it mattered most, so um, yeah, we're hoping to have that same influence again. Is that a Sunday. is that a um, a run with roll on Kabiki, or is that a head to head, or a bit of both across the course of the game? Yeah, it's just situational, uh, just sort of where where the state of the games game is at at that point in time. Um, but yeah, we, we like to back our guys go to go head to head. Both both sides have a pretty formidable um, mid stock, so um, yeah, we like. A head-to-head sort of contests. Uh, at the end of the day, I think uh, whether it's in the midfield or down back or down forward, it's going to be the bottom, bottom sort of six to ten players are going to be the difference come Saturday. Um, and uh, I heard on the grapevine that a, a good listener of the show, Bo Sharman, had a few words at the end of the uh, at the end of the game, your last game I against think this might them. Might be a Can stitch we... up here, Kurt. No, no, no. Can you, is there any <laughs> truth to that, there, Kern? And what was said, or it's going to be a fiery one from Bo's point of view? Do you think? Um, oh, Bo's, Bo's a good friend. Um, even though he's uh, at the opposition, we're going locking locking horns this weekend. Um, I, I won't throw him under the bus. Um, <laughs> so well, we're we're going to speak with him next. So uh, <laughs> he's got right to reply, I suppose. Well, no, I, just, no, I, 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 I won't give him that. But yeah, <laughs> rumours sometimes t- can be true. That's uh, all I'll say. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough, mate. Uh, Talk us through being a playing coach and, and stuff. You've obviously got a, a good bench coach and the, the dynamic there is um, different to, to, to coaching from the bench. You obviously enjoy playing coaching. You've got a few more years left in you, yeah, on the yeah, ground? I'm, I'm hoping to have a few more left on the ground, yeah. So, um, But I know my days are, are starting to become becoming numbered um, just with mobility and uh, just not even just that. That's just on a personal note, but um, just with the depth of our, our young players coming through, and um, then I love to see them have a crack, and rather than me just trying to satisfy myself and trying to play top level footy, um, then the day if I'm I'd like to see some young guys start to have a crack at some stage as well. So that's part of my internal battles as a coach. But um, yeah, I've got great support staff on the bench. Um, got Clint Matthews and and Dwayne Ahern. Um, and for, for the last two seasons, they've been great, a great help. Um, just got off the phone with them a second ago, actually. Just had a bit of a, a, a group voice call on, on Messenger for just sort of probably throw, half an hour. Just throwing around a few scenarios and what ifs. Yeah, just, just talking a few what ifs ahead of terrain tomorrow night and hopefully trying to cut down the time we spend post-training discussing <laughs> things. So, but yeah. Um, yeah, they're a great help. Do you, as a playing coach, do you see it? It obviously has its advantages with being able to chat to someone immediately on field after something occurs, or is there a disadvantage because you do have to concentrate on your game a little more? Oh, playing a playing a full back, or I try to play the deepest deepest defender where possible. Um, gives me that sort of line of sight, and um, I've always prided myself on someone who's been able to to lead and lead well. Uh, and speak well, so their immediate feedback to be able to give that to the players on fields always positive. Um, but yeah, sometimes I don't get to see or I miss certain things that sort of occur further up the ground, uh, which I rely on the, that support staff for. 
Mate, there'll be a, no doubt a few supporters that'll uh, travel down the road to Latrobe on the weekend. Have you? Uh, I don't want to know who your potential is for best on ground during the game. Have you got a suggestion for best on ground in the can bar up on the hill? <laughs> up on the hill. Oh, crikey. Um, is there a supporter that you reckon might just get a little vocal or sink a few? Oh, I'd have to say probably one of me one of my good mates are probably out there having a bit to say. I reckon so. I'll, I'll throw out Kyle, Kyle Giles' name out there into the out of the podcast well, he, world. So. Does he throw a few uh, positives your way, or is it a bit of criticism coming your way? No, he'll be he'll be all for me, and he'll be hard he'll be hard on the, hard on the windy side. I reckon so. He'll be staring the pot no doubt. I tell you what, the cam bar was fantastic last year. We 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 went out to get a beer. And the guy said, "Mate, that's the lineup over there." And as he was looking, about thirty people d- jumped under the line, under the rope. Behind, we're like a little <laughs> decoy. They they squeeze them in up there. It's one of the best cam bars going around. How do you like the ground at Latrobe? You don't mind don't mind playing on it? No, no. Historically, I was a I grew up playing for Latrobe, so um, quite a ground that I've spent a bit of time at. So yeah, I'm. I love being out there when when the opportunity presents itself, and typically it's uh, it's at the point M because I've played out there for I think some like the last twenty five or thirty years. So um, at the point end, so when you're playing out there this time time of the year when the sun's out and um, or it's, hopefully out, um, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's a good good feeling and. Last good, year, good, good butterflies, yeah. Or last year, about the last, four seasons in the yeah, one day. Yeah, so. the showers that came across last year, and then the sun had popped back out, and then another shower had come through. Yeah, wind, wind swirling from end to end. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was it was crazy last year. So yeah, it'll be interesting to sort of see what this year's got in store for us with a bit of rain Thursday, Friday, apparently, and drops out Saturday. So. But uh, you can never predict the weather. No, you can't. As we live in Tassie, we're, we're used to that. So, Kurt, uh, mate, all the best for the weekend. 2.15 at Latrobe Footy Ground for those listening that want to get along and watch the NWFL Grand Final. Mate, um, all the best. Drive carefully to the ground. Um, make sure your <laughs> coffees are in your coffee holders and you, you don't have the computer next to you. I was listening into Brendan's uh podcast earlier on and um yeah heard about your little incident mate where you 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 valued (laughs) the computer over the car a bit more well try not to do that this time eh no well played boys good one get get there in one piece but mate all the best and um yeah i reckon we'll get up there and and watch so so yeah good luck no cheers boys oh thanks thanks for the call yeah, Derek, yeah. give the boys a follow on the social media stuff. I don't know what it is. We'll just take care of all that. <laughs> Hashtag wind canteen, get around it. I hope the weather's better than last year. Last year it was scudding off. Showers, I remember I, I got there a bit late and was drenched. It was and bucketed if down. memory serves me correctly, that was a three-point win to Devonport and we were sitting in the stands late in the last quarter and we looked over to our left and there was a couple next to us what were they doing doing they the were playing word te- with no, they were tetris tetris <laughs> They weren't well, about two or three it minutes was, to was, go. Was the game was the most in the balance. enthralling game and they were playing tetris sitting next to each other playing against each other it was unbelievable <sighs> that's anyway. right yeah but that was in the, remember I the grandstand? There, I hope they were there watching their son and the son came off going, yeah, mum and what dad, a win, what a win. Yeah, 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 well done, son. Um, we were pretty much uh, perched right in the middle of the two sides and um, 
Which Devonport, is unlike you to hedge your bets yeah, on a side and Devonport, just see where, which one to go to. Devonport were going nuts early and then all of a sudden Penguin just jumped up and it was huge. Who are you on? Who do you reckon is going to win? Uh, the two questions there. I reckon Devonport will win, but I'm on winded. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. I like, I like an underdog. Fair enough. Like an underdog. Fair enough. No, well, it should um, be it should be a good game. Actually, they they've been pretty close throughout the year. So, uh, in the resies, Devonport are taking on Penguin, and in the under 18s Devonport, Devonport are taking on all three oh, sides. So, amongst the three sides, they have only lost three games all year. Are they too good for the competition? Um, yeah, no. Look, the competition's got to catch up, don't they? So, I mean, but. If you've got uh, you know if you've got three teams in, that's just showing you that your Reezys are strong and you've got the the unders coming through as well. So, uh, and it'd be remiss of us not to mention the Ulverston Football Club uh, NWFL Grand Final winners, eleven fifteen eighty one comprehensive over Wynyard Football Club, one goal no behind six. Congratulations to Lucy Thompson. Uh, from Alveston, I am pretty sure, I'll just pull this up, that is an undefeated season from Alveston, yep, they went 12-0 and 0, uh, in the roster season, so well done to the Alveston girls on their grand final win. Um, N- NWFA? Uh, what about the NW, yes, 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 FA? yes, well, the, the tattoo saver, fourth, yeah, fourth. Um, they completed the perfect season. Yep, well, sort of. Why? Well, Mott and Preston scored, so it's not really perfect. <laughs> All right, uh, but very convincing over Mott and Preston. Yeah. Our man? Jimmy Green. No. Uh, H. Linton. Yeah. Four chess marks. Four, four goals. kicks. Four goals. Perfect. Didn't, James, move, didn't move out of the square. Uh, James Green got the best on ground medal, so well done to- uh, The George Foster medal. Oh, there you see. go. There you go. You've done a bit of research about time. <clears throat> Thank you. Yep. Uh, no, well done to the fourth boys, and no doubt they celebrated at yep. the pub into the wee hours. Fourth pub, I reckon they did. Hey, uh, in the Darwin, I spoke to Gilly. I reckon this was arguably the best game of the um, weekend. Well, I thought it would have been a bit more one-sided, but uh, did you see Gilly's tweet? He had no. he had the games that were coming up and then who he thought would win, and he had Queenstown. He did. For the win, and I called him up. I said, bow, mate, bow. you're having a laugh, aren't you? And he said, no way. He said, I reckon they're a chance. Well, there's only a- three points at halftime, yeah. seven points at three-quarter time yeah, in Yola's favour. Yep. But yeah, the they, class showed through, didn't it? Didn't yeah, it? Four, four, four goals, three in the last, to two goals, three, and uh, got the win. Zach Smith for Yola, best on ground. Which what's, Bowie Sharman mentioned. Yeah, and what's, uh, what's the name of that medal, Wilders? Uh, it is the best on ground medal. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. What is it then? I don't know. Oh, I was well, just there asking you. They should call the, it. That, that's one of the secrets of... Comedy and everything is don't ask a question. You don't know, you know, the, you don't know the answer to. That's right. Uh, you idiot. <laughs> uh, Queenstown coach Toby Lutwich tried his best, kicking three. Um, but yeah, the Smith boys um, were too good. They were. Uh, and Yola completed the double, mm. um, defeating the Queenstown Crows and the Reserves by 17 points yep. to make a day of it at Wyvernhoe. Yeah, weather was awesome up there too. Yeah, I think weather I think was across the straight, yeah, across the state, everywhere. Yeah, it was brilliant. Which can't often be said. No, especially on a Saturday in September. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, what about what about over the 
we go over the well. We got circular head. Oh yes, yeah, we uh, do. Yep. Red Par utterly comprehensive over Irish Town thirteen ten eighty eight to one five eleven. Yeah, yep. Uh, Red Par's Jason Gofton with the BOG. Yep, well done. Um, yeah, Red Par put it together and sort of. Yeah, eighty-eight to eleven. Yes, yeah. Matt, massive. The re- the reserves was a little bit closer. One point. Forest Stanley getting the win over Irish Town. They've Good had win. a they've Good had a stinker. Win. Irish Town. Um, although they're sixteens, sixteens one, and the twelves as well. I think over the water. Yes, our informed north side. Oh, were nowhere to be seen <laughs> no. against. I shouldn't say nowhere to be seen. They, uh, yeah, they were. Outclassed by Grassy. Curry. <laughs> I just wanted to make you look then. No, I've done my research. Don't yeah. you worry. So, yeah, no, Grassy, comprehensive. Uh, put it to winners there by half time. Yeah, 90. 90, winning, 90 point yeah. winners. So. 18, 11 to 4, 7. Yep. Lisa Torrey was 7. Yeah. Mid multi. Yep. Not this way. Uh, no, he got the multi got up again. Uh, and Jackson Taylor kicked six. Yep. So, no, well done to those boys. So, well done to everyone. Yeah. It's been a good, good, uh, good weekend of footy and good weekend to come. Oh, it's time for Derek's deep dive. Let's get stuck into it. You're cool, fellas. Um, we nah, did gone. lodge a missing persons report yep. for Derek. Yeah, gone. As we mentioned an episode ago, he was last seen on a Mad Monday dressed in... What was he last seen in? Can't remember. You are not on the ball tonight <laughs> I'm at not. all. Your brain is <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> Where was he? I, well, I don't know. I don't know what he... Last seen nude. <laughs> Probably. Probably. God, Sorry, I would, kids. I, would I not. hope he's yeah. found. Last seen running around as a bald um, runner. Yes, yes, he was. He was copying a runner. Green. So, I beg your pardon. He was copying a runner. What did I say? What do you think I said? I don't know. I'll yeah. Just leave that one slide. Uh, so no deep dive this week. Would you get a Would you get a <laughs> tattoo done from someone that wasn't a tattoo artist? Uh, if I had enough beers under my belt, probably. <laughs> Would you really? Yeah, probably. <laughs> anyway, if you right. if you can find Derek, I actually think he's. Who uh, cares? I think he's over in Melbourne source, sourcing the wing. The, the wing only way Derek will get us back. Sorry, <laughs> the only way Derek will get us back. The only way we'll get Derek back if he gets us a blue tick. Oh, well, there you go. That's it. So I got a, I got a different one for you this week. All right, looking forward to it. Take two. Just turn it down there. It's not raised. Uh, this is exciting. I don't think I've ever heard this one. Oh, it's a little bit downbeat on previous weeks. With golden soil and wealth One of the greatest things ever seen, according to Tubes, at North Hobart Oval. So you get the idea. Peter G there. ABC's own. Peter what a G. phenomenal achievement. Uh, um, would you do that? No. No way would I do that. I reckon that. there would be arguably the smallest percentage. <laughs> oh, that he stuffed up that bit. The smallest percentage of humankind yep. that would grab 
happily gla- grab the microphone and do that. You and I, I reckon we would. Uh, I reckon you and I do it if we had to. Maybe a rap or something. I, I wouldn't. A lot of people imp- impressed with your rap from last week. Actually, ah, excellent. I couldn't remember it till I played it. But yeah. Um, no, I reckon that's that's awesome. There, it would be great. I, I always, my eldest fella plays the guitar and it frustrates me to no end because he's actually quite talented. I've got no musical ability whatsoever. And it's such a good skill to be able to just jump on and like a hidden talent. I've got the other one too, playing piano. It's just something that you'd keep in the background and then when you need it most, you know, when you're about 17 or 18 years of age at a party, you just pull out the bit of Ben Harper. Bit of, Pull it out. Bit of Jack Johnson. Um, Johnson. We missed an opportunity on the weekend with regards to your tattoo. We were down at Silly Sunday mm. at Old Scotch mm. and they had a, quite stupidly, both of us looking at each other, <laughs> they had a tattoo gun down there. And so I presumed that they would have someone knowledgeable and knowing what they were doing. No, doing. no, they didn't. No, no, they didn't. No. It was just, oh, yeah, mate, do you want to give yeah, me uh, a tattoo? Yeah, I did. Oh, uh, yeah. 101 at uni, so, yeah, so draw a cactus on my foot. I... I want to give you a high five, but we got out of there without either of us giving each other a tattoo and having to go home to explain that. Hey, mate, you, as but, I said, you don't put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari, But do you? you did suggest we missed a trick in not putting a Way Out in the Wing yes, logo on, on, on someone. someone. Yeah. If someone, is, <laughs> if someone would get a Way Out in the Wing logo tattooed somewhere on their body. Or if you know someone that would. Or someone that has. You are going straight into the All-Stars. Send us a photo of your tattoo way out in the wing. <coughs> Not text her either. And no. you've got to be over 18. Yes, of course. Okay. And you have to be sober when you do it. Uh, MTFA Premier Division Finals at Utah's this week. Yep. SFL at North Hobart and NWFL at La Trobe. What, what, what are your plans? NWFL and then back to the NTFA? NTFA, Yeah, yes. that's what I'm thinking. As much that's- as I'd like to get to SFL, because I reckon it'll be an absolute cracker. Yeah, well, we'll we might, maybe we'll get Tubes on to have a chat about it. have got a to talk to you about Tubes, ooh, Gilly, you ooh, and me, ooh, ooh. and the Manor Ross Hotel. Ooh, sounds like a round table. I maybe like Sam Lyon might be involved, not you, Angus. Radio, get out and watch a grand final. All right, Crosby. Senior. Who's in good form on Saturday night? enjoyed this chat on Way Up in the Wing, make sure you like and subscribe to the Way Up in the Wing podcast channel so you never miss another entertaining episode, neglect an exclusive interview or forget what games you should be seeing this footy season. Listen, like and subscribe to the channel now.